same. All right. In three, two, one. Yes! It's time for the Cineboys podcast, and I'm so excited because we got such a great episode today. How are you guys? Not as good as Kenny. Holy moly. Okay, well, here's the thing. You know why I'm so excited? Because this is the 50th episode of the Cineboys podcast. I know we typically don't keep track of like podcast numbers or like episode numbers, but I manually counted them out before we got into this. I said, we've been doing this for a little while. So this is episode number 50, and we are part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. The other thing that's exciting is that our first ever episode of the Cineboys podcast was released one year ago this Tuesday. We didn't take a week off, basically. Yeah. We did take one week. A, one we, week. We took a few <laughs> weeks off, but for the most part, we've been had an episode every single week, which is nuts. I thought for sure we would have been canceled by now. Whoever cancels podcast, who's in charge of canceling podcasts? The public. Yeah. Well, rise and grind. Zuckerberg. They overlooked us. Zuckerberg. Or they just love us. That's what. That's what it is. We're just so. We're just so damn lovable. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we're the only podcast on the internet where four dudes get together and talk about movies. Again, don't fact check us on that. Don't look for any other podcasts. You're not going to find any. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, thank you so much. Please consider subscribing and telling a friend or five. Uh, you know, basically, if you listen, you like us, you give us a five star rating. You, know, you can give us as many stars as you want. We prefer the five star rating, though. Maybe write something. Like a little review, a little blurb, blurb. Ask a question in the in the review, and maybe we'll answer it. Yeah, maybe not, but of maybe. Of course, of course, of course. Also, if you're watching on the Cork Bats YouTube page, uh, thank you so much. Um, be sure to follow Cork Bats on YouTube uh, and like this video. Uh, mm-hmm. By liking Cork Bats, you're helping us grow, and we're all about growths. So, growths, growths sounds grosser when you say when growth in the plural is always gross mm-hmm. growths Mm-mm. yeah so thanks for watching and yeah like us write a review on youtube follow cork bats guys we got so much stuff to talk about today but like i said my name is kenny i'm one of the co-hosts of the santa boys podcast i am joined by my three other co-hosts once again we got kevin keith in columbia hello kevin Hello, everybody. Kevin, what are you big on this week, dude? This week, um, has anybody else here started watching WandaVision yet? Yes. Episodes because in. I yeah. am big on WandaVision. Don't. And I don't spoil just watched. I have no, no spoilies. No spoilies. Um, I just finished watching the sixth episode um, last night. So I'm caught up. I think there's eight episodes. So I think there's two left. Maybe no, there's, there's nine. nine. Yes. I think so I'm, I'm pretty sure there's nine, nine episodes. Six and the nine. last three are all nice. going to be an hour long each. Oh, wow. Baby. Well, so I am big, big, big on WandaVision. To me, and I, I, so with the MCU, I started out hot on the trail, watched the Iron Man's Loved Him, Thor, and I kind of cooled off somewhere in the middle and then picked up more steam towards the end with uh, Adventures uh, Infinity War and Endgame. But that, that, 
uh, Avengers Ultron phase and Civil War phase. I kind of checked out for a while. I did watch them eventually, but I wasn't super tuned in. But that's really when Wanda and Vision um, really came on the scene strong in the MCU. And so I, I didn't really get a feel for how complex the characters were mm-hmm. until I started watching WandaVision. And man, they're the most interesting characters in the universe to me, at least the most complex. Yeah. They've got all mm. kinds of stuff going on. And I was a little iffy on how the whole Disney Plus series thing was going to go for Marvel. And it's been a smash success in my eyes. Yes. I'll say this. I also am very much into WandaVision. Love it. I am a little bummed by the weekly episode for a couple reasons. One, every time an episode ends, it's like, well, you can't watch anything else. And you're just like, "Ah, I want so badly to keep watching. Two, if I don't watch the episode immediately after it's released, it's going to get ruined on social media for me. Part, Part of the reason, so I wanted to wait and binge it all. But part of the reason I started watching it is is because I, I can't be certain, but I think something got ruined for me from like a major outlet mm-hmm. just by scrolling through Twitter yeah. and yep. seeing a picture. That's why I started because why? I just couldn't wait any longer. I right. And it's it like, it's like this, this source, it's a source where I, I enjoy their content. They should know better than to put that picture yeah. on the article. You, you said know. you've watched yeah. three so far, Mob. I've watched three so far, so I know there's. I, think I know there's something big coming. It's the end know. of episode five. There's a big twist. So and I hopefully, just, I think it's been ruined for me already. Well, it's still still a great show. Um, MCU does a great job of constantly dropping Easter eggs that um, that they can build off for in the future, and this show is chock full of them. Not to mention the super fun. Um, decades that they go through starting with the 50s and working up yeah, through that's been fun the 90s now it's been super awesome we're through three and i don't to me so just going through three this doesn't ruin anything but like the commercials are brought to you oh, by yeah. like stark industries and then mm-hmm. like the watch has hydra on it and it's just kind of cool stuff like that that's interweaved and there's all kinds of theories online if you want to go dig in after you watch them like the the amount of easter eggs are dropping per episode is like 50 or 60 an episode it's, it's hard to keep nuts. up honestly yeah it's fun like it's Tom, such you're, gonna like it. you're gonna like yeah, it yeah i think because i i don't i hate the release one a week so i'm probably gonna wait to start until i can just watch it all it's kind of it brings me back to a different era though when you you have to wait for tv shows right you kind of you get to think about it for a while and you're super excited for friday night to come so you can watch it now yeah it'll it'll always remind me of the lost era because that's what lost was yep. no matter how bad the show ended up being yep. every week you waited for monday night or whatever and yeah. then you were like oh i can't wait till next monday night to be disappointed again i have a very specific memory so we didn't have a DVR yet. It was like the second or third season of Lost. I was in high school. And um, we used to physically tape the episodes with a VCR. And my parents loved to talk through shows. And so I was getting so fed up with my parents that I was like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I went to my room. Um, and my mom was upset with me for like probably three days since I ruined family time by not watching Lost with them. 
on Monday night. How dare you? <laughs> it was, I mean, I was the height of teen angst and teen angst at that point in my life. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool, man. And then we're also joined by uh, Mr. Mob in Kentucky. Hello, Mob. Mr. Mob. Namaste. What are you big on this week, dude? Baseball season. It's time. I'm, I need something. Today was the first day without sports in a week, and I'm already over it. So I'm big on baseball season because I don't care about golf. <laughs> not a sports podcast, but let's not talk about sports. I don't nothing to say. Hey, you know what? Sports are good for your soul. Yep. So it's baseball season now. Ready for it? Big on it. Let's go. Pitchers, catchers report. Whatever. I don't got know. Got my got my Arenado jersey coming in the mail sometime in the next few weeks. <laughs> get here. Get here soon, baby. Eat, eat. All right. Well, cool, <laughs> man. Cool. And then we got old Tom up in uh, Columbia as well. Tom, hello. Hello. What are you big on this week, dude? Um, this week, uh, it's actually an extension of what I was big on from a couple weeks ago. Um, the uh, new Netflix true crime docuseries on the Cecil, Hote- Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles uh, was released this weekend, and I watched the first episode last night, and I was sufficiently creeped out, uh, and so I'm very big on that. I finished it. It's great. Ooh. I started it late last night, so I was getting kind of sleepy by the end, so I, I could not keep going, but I'm excited for the rest of it. Man, isn't that a bummer that we get sleepy at night now? Yeah, man. I yeah. To, we used to stay up all night doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I went to bed yeah. at 11 o'clock last night, and it was a damn Saturday, and I had nothing to do. That's late, dude. That's late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I stay up till 11 or 11.30 on the weekdays. I'll say this. If Xbox is involved... I'll be up till after midnight on a week on a weekend. Uh, but if it's not, I'm going to bed real early. I don't have time to be staying up late. I got to get up early and enjoy the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The exact opposite mindset of that. <laughs> Wake uh-huh. up late, stay up later. So you can enjoy <laughs> more of the night without the sun. Yeah. The sun is the worst. Sun really grinds my gears shut up about the sun (laughs) (laughs) enough about the sun enough about the sun (laughs) well guys you know what i'm big on this week tell me the chiefs winning super bowl 55 Uh, baby hey 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 don't believe the lies okay there's a lot of lies going around that tampa bay won the super bowl it's not true here's the thing if I learned anything in this past year, it's that you don't lose if you don't concede. Okay? So it's not for a couple months, anyway. I do not concede that the Chiefs lost this Super Bowl. I'm wearing my Super Bowl champions hat. I was going to tape 55 right here because the, 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 the fake sports news media isn't making Super Bowl 55 Chiefs hats. So... Well, they did make them. They That's just are true. going to a different country. Who do I have to get in touch with to get like some of that stuff? So one of my good friends worked at a nonprofit one summer in college. It was uh, they like do relief in Africa, and they get a bunch of the T-shirts and hats and stuff that aren't that are losers, and they send them overseas to people that need clothing. So there was like all kinds of um, like Super Bowl. Uh, 34 uh tennessee titans champions 
uh, t-shirts. That did not, I did not mean that to be such a shot. It was, that was, that was, I was thinking St. Louis and that was the, ooh, I oh. take, let's rewind that. The, that's a shot at the I meant, ah, that's Okay, tough. so here's right, what gonna we need to do. take it as a shot and I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> we need to get a hold of some of these Tennessee Titans Super Bowl 34 champions. <laughs> totally unintentional. Send it to them. I'm so sorry. And I need to get, I need to find some of these Chiefs Super Bowl 55 champions year. Mm-hmm. I really like the hat. I kind of want that hat. I was really bummed that uh they lied to us about who won so i really want to get that hat so if anybody like if anybody listening knows of a way to obtain these items let us know send us an email send a boys podcast gmail.com uh tweet at us whatever i don't care like i just i need to know if it's possible yeah we'd like to take away from the needy children in other countries for our own personal gain well, I wasn't going to say it that way, but... But that's what we want, though. That's what Kenny wants. I I, I would really like to have that stuff. <laughs> but guys, enough about the Chiefs being champions again. Let's get into some box office numbers. And guys, we got some surprises this week. We got a new number one, but we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to it. Cruz isn't two, then I don't even want to do this. Yeah, so um, coming in at number three made 1.9 million dollars was the little things again oh okay still hanging out still there you can still i watched it it was it was fine a little disappointing you're right exactly not bad but also not great right and then coming in at number two excuse me was uh judas and the black messiah made two million dollars so yeah, okay, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. We all we all saw it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number one, did it did it finally do it? The Croods, yes, a new age. The Croods, wow, coming in at number one Man. at the box office. What a time to be alive! Million dollars. Almost feels like we need to watch the Croods. Yeah, that <clears throat> yeah. I mean, but at what point? I don't want to. But will it break records for being in the top three? I feel like it's been out forever. Yeah. And it's been in the top three since we've been doing the box office. Since we came back from Christmas break. I'm just saying. Animated some kids movie over some point the last year. We would have made some moolah. Yeah. Something to monitor. Yeah. Hey, we can make. (laughs) (laughs) We can make an animated movie with these guys. Hell yeah, we could. You're an animator, Kevin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i'm really happy for the crudes they're they are the Me kings too. of the box office. hard to be number two that many years or that many weeks in a row and not not yeah. win the top spot yeah yeah much love to the crudes congrats to the crudes well, guys we talked about it a little bit but judas and the black messiah came out this week uh in theaters and on hbo max um i me and lovely Catherine braved the coronavirus and went and saw it at Alamo draft house. Uh, I think you guys all got the little photo I sent you from the Alamo draft house. Yeah. One of the Alamo drafts house here has like a setup where they have the carpet from the shining in the um, hallway. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a picture and you can take a photo. So I did that. Cause I like to do fun things. So 
what are your guys' thoughts? Let's let's get into it. Like without spoiling anything, even though it's history, and <laughs> everyone kind of knows what happens. But yeah, if you watched the trial of the Chicago Seven earlier, you kind of found out an important plot point. But anyway, yeah. yes, yes. Well, one of my first thoughts to that point, though, is that Amy and I were talking. It's like we just weren't. This is just a part of history that you're just like not taught in. Yeah. No public school. I don't know about private school you twos but uh not tom and i weren't learning this in the old uh, i was not taught public that, school yeah. you're not no. taught this in private school you're definitely either. not taught this in private school <laughs> they did not so, touch yeah. on this it's sad it is it is really sad and it's shocking that yeah it's just it's a gut punch of a movie yeah really yeah it it's essentially if you don't know anything about it it's a movie about uh uh black panther leader fred hampton and um i forget the name of lakeith stanfield's character but essentially uh, wild bill 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 o'neill bill o'neill who is an informant for the fbi who is very very heavily involved with the black panthers in chicago um it delves a lot into what the black panthers were which again, it's one of the things when you're growing up, you're not really, it's not really explained to you what they are. You know, you know that they exist. All you really know is Malcolm X and that's about it. That's all you're taught in history class. And, you know, Martin Luther that's King. That's all I was taught. And so you don't really get, extent. right. You don't really get like into the weeds of like, you know, the Black Panthers and what they were about. And how the FBI viewed the Black Panthers and actions they took to essentially shut down the movement. I think uh, we can all agree here. Uh, um, what's his face looked terrible as Herbert Hoover. You mean just J. Edgar Hoover? J. Edgar Herbert Hoover. Here's a little bit of history. Herbert Hoover came back from the dead. Different guy. Down. Yeah. He yes, he was only he looked, yeah. 50 years earlier. So whoops. But uh he looked bad and he's a son of a bitch. Yeah. We can all agree on that. <clears throat> yeah, not a great guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not to be political, but no, I think that's pretty apolitical. I feel like it's yeah. pretty common knowledge though. Like he really like it probably wasn't as known until after he died, but like he really was someone who really abused his power. Oh yeah. Um mm. And it's just, it was, it's kind of gross by kind of, I mean, it is gross. Gross. Well, what about uh, from an award standpoint, what are we looking at from this movie? Cause I think there's lots of ramifications there. Um, I agree. I think that Daniel Kalua and uh, is it Kalua or is that the drink? I was actually, I think it's that myself. I was going to ask too. There's like three U's in a row. So I don't really know what I've heard. Kalua. Kaluuya. 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 He's so good in it, like insanely good, like almost to a point where like I've seen him in a lot of other movies and I feel like he has been like here, like in the here represents like good. And then this movie, it's like just off the charts good. He almost reached Christian Bale levels for me where I forgot he was British. Like, holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. And he gained a lot of weight for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, yep. he, he he knocked out a park. There's the scene yeah. where they're in the church and he's given the speech after he gets oh, out of jail. Goodness, and it was, that was the best like, scene in the movie. Holy yeah. moly! Like he's so good. 
Uh, and then Lakeith Stanfield, who I think is probably one of my favorite actors currently. Um, such a complicated character. Like, yep. you don't know how you feel about him. It feels like you should be rooting for him. But really, when it comes down to it, it's like, no, like he was. It's very I feel real. Like he was, I feel like he's also like a sympathetic character because he, you know, it starts off him getting busted for car theft. Mm-hmm. And so he ends up finding himself like stuck between a rock and a hard place. And it's just like, yeah, it's like you don't really want to root for him for what he's doing but you also kind of like i don't know sympathize with like maybe with the position he's found himself in yeah i mean yeah go ahead kenny no what were you gonna say (laughs) i i don't i I, he could have done the time for the crimes he committed but he chose to go the other way to chase the shiny thing yeah, and I, do something pretty I feel like, I feel like that's one of those things that signed up for, in right? The and I feel like that's one of those you're things. Probably right. And I feel like that's one of those things. that's like easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Like when you're faced with like a prison sentence, like regardless of the length of time, and you're given this opportunity to like not go to prison, like not going to prison sounds pretty great. What do I got to do? Yeah. Well, and that's it's a very real movie in the in the ways that there's not a lot of redemption involved. It's right. just kind of ends yeah. and you're like oh man and that's yeah. I, i'm and i'm kind of glad they did it that way because if they had tried to somehow bring back this um kind of shiny glossy ending it yeah. would have lost the message a little bit so yeah well i mean it when you get to the end like it, you see that there is no there could not be any glossy ending like no, the way everything no. turned out for no. everybody involved it was not a great ending yeah no it was <clears throat> like basically huge abuse of power people die and then you have to as you know bill o'neill lives out the rest of his life just living with Mm -hmm. you know on the surface they showed the actual interview from that That documentary that was insane yeah Yeah. and it looked almost identical by the way yeah yeah at least the way they were dressed it was awesome right and literally just like having to live with that guilt and then also try to like justify it yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's Oof, that is a tough place to be in. It was one of those movies where the credits roll and you just kind of sit there for a couple of minutes in silence and you're just like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while to kind of regain your composure a little bit. Yeah. I highly, highly, highly recommend it though. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's currently sitting at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know who's given that rotten, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't. But, I, don't, yeah. I can't imagine. It's it's on HBO Max as part of Warner Brothers releasing all their movies on HBO Max deal. Um, if you want to go see it in a theater, though, and you can, you have the ability to, I say go do that. Support local business um, and support the arts. Uh, quick update on something spoken about earlier. It's Kaluuya. Kaluuya. So the two U's are pronounced with a ooh. Mm. also i think lakeith stanfield's like my favorite name in hollywood yeah lakeith that's an awesome hey when you put those two when you put those two on a screen together things happen yeah yeah i kind of forgot that uh he was in get out yes that original um, trapped guy yeah 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 lakeith is like he's in uh I don't know if you guys ever saw. Um, sorry, sorry for calling. Sorry yeah. for bothering you. Yeah. Bothering you. Uh, yeah. Or sorry to bother you. 
Super weird movie. So <laughs> it trippy. goes. It just gets started normal really enough. Weirder. <laughs> so it's like I that saw movie, that at Ragtag, yeah. and by the end, I was like, "Where am I? What am I doing what? here?" <laughs> it, 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 it. The movie itself, that movie, really lends into like a surreal kind of like idea. But like, even for it being a surreal movie, the first probably hour, hour and a half of it, you're like, "Okay, it's a little weird," and then it just goes insane for yeah. like for the last 20 30 minutes of the movie <laughs> you gotta see it like i i, I, I can't even like explain why if i don't like know what this movie is i recommend it for the experience alone yeah it is just, it's really good i really like it came out two or three years ago probably mm-hmm. maybe two years ago it's hard on, to, time's hard now i don't even know what yeah, I can't keep track of years. Yeah, it was on Hulu for a while. I, I think it's it's, it's definitely on something. You can definitely watch it on like Hulu or Amazon. It might be on Netflix. I don't know, but uh, I highly recommend it. It's really it's funny too. Like it's just yeah, it's a good movie. I also uh, think uh, Dominic Fishback could be nominated potentially for something. Now, okay, I had a question. Do you think Daniel um, Kaluuya will he be? nominated for best supporting yeah i would think so i think he's not like the main character of the movie it's dumb though he i feel like there should be a screen time limit if you have x amount of screen time then you can be best actor yeah because like i think you should be able to have two best actor nominations from one movie i think that's fair i was actually thinking about this i was thinking so you know and there's also been a debate of like um you know, put all the actors, whether actor or actress, in the same field. Mm-hmm. What if, hear me out, the NFL does MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, and Defensive Player of the Year. What if for each category, you had, like, best overall actor, and then you split them out, and then whoever didn't win that one, you split them out in the categories, and then you can do it that way. That'd be I think that'd sick. be fun. Yeah. It'd be Imagine wild. winning best actor of everybody. And right. then save the uh, stuff like sound mixing and editing for like a whole separate show because I don't care about that. <laughs> right. Fair right. enough. Just give me the actors, actresses, directors, screenplay. That's all I want to know. That's fair. You have the most valuable actor. I like it. Or most valuable thespian, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I do like this. It's a good idea. Who do we get in touch with? Who do we call? Austin, yeah, I guess he went to the he's Academy Awards. He's, he's he's got closest. an in somehow. He, Jim he's, Rome's got to know somebody, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean Austin right now is our closest like uh, uh, what's the contact to the uh, Academy of Motion Picture and Sciences. So great, Austin. Well, I'll give you a call this week. Um, Justice League trailer came out today. Yawn. Cool. It looks the same. It didn't look at it all different. Yeah. But, but Jared Leto's in it. Jared Leto's the Joker, bro. <sighs> <laughs> I was going to say something. I just, I got nothing, honestly. I don't uh, care anymore. Is it going to be like a completely different movie? Like, I've seen Justice League. I didn't care for it. I don't. I honestly don't remember a single thing about it. That's yeah. how boring it was. I, I don't. I, it's going to be a four hour movie. We know this. Ah. So is it like, is there just so much more stuff in there as part of the original story or is it just a completely different story or yeah. It's, 
I am intrigued by it. I that doesn't mean I'll watch it, but I am intrigued. The problem by is, it. I probably everything Kenny said. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Like, I I, I mean I, I feel That's like we have to do. I the 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 downside is that I waste four hours and feel the same way I felt about the original Justice League. Or it turns out to be really good, and they actually like did a good job with it, and I'm happy. I mean, I don't really have anything to lose hmm. other than four hours. But four hours on a weekend is a long time to lose. So that's true. You almost just gotta pop that in right after work. Pop that in. What year is this? <laughs> Put it in the VCR. <laughs> it's one of those like two tape sets. Like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my. Uh, my mother and father-in-law still have a TV, a box TV that has the built-in VHS and DVD player in the bottom of the TV. Nice. Nice. Their main TV. My grandparents have one of those. Use. I, yeah, I I just, I remember like Titanic, Braveheart. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. What were some other like three hour movies? I want to say gladiator probably had that. Yeah, probably. I, well, the other thing too, is that like, um, I, rem- I I figured out why they did that um, because when the Fellowship of the Ring got released on VHS, which we bought because that was like right at the the cusp of switching over to DVDs, um, we bought the VHS of uh, Fellowship of the Ring, and it was only one tape. By the end of the movie, the soundtrack was completely off. Like it just oh. like yeah, it didn't match up at oh. all. It was really huh. bad. And so I was like, oh, okay. That's probably why they did like the two tapes is so they could put, didn't get all funky. Hmm. But, Interesting. There's something nice about having a little built-in intermission too, but when you yeah. changed over. Yeah, that's true. I think that's... the theater I saw Return of the King in took a physical intermission. Did it? Really? I huh. think so. Um, I didn't see it in Missouri. I saw it, I think, in Florida randomly. Uh, yes. But. I uh, the only movie I've seen that had an intermission was um, the movie Gods and Generals, which was like that Civil War movie. Went to yeah. it for like a history class when I was in high school, uh, and uh, there was an intermission because that was a four-hour movie. I remember Jeremiah Johnson has an intermission, which is kind of weird because it's like at most two hours, but there is a, a section in the middle of the movie where it like has just this snowy winter scene for 10 minutes. It just says intermission, music plays, get up, do what you gotta do, stretch, get another drink, and then get right back to it. But it seemed like an unnecessary movie to have an intermission in. Yeah. Well, that just used to be part of the thing that they did in movies. That's true. Didn't White Christmas have that too? Like a little intermission? I don't think so. So what am I thinking of? But a lot of movies do have that, yeah. Old movies. Hmm. Fair enough. Well, uh, yeah, so Justice League, it's going to be four hours, so set aside your Sunday or whatever to watch that and enjoy yourself. Uh, So the last thing I want to talk about before we get into Tommy's trivia. Uh, So we I made a post on the on the the tweeters and the Instagram this week in regards to a certain actress being fired for certain things that were said on her personal Twitter account. So Gina Carano from uh, the Mandalorian was fired this week because of some things she posted um, comparing essentially, you know, being a conservative in America today is like being a Jew in the Holocaust. Uh, 
not great. Not quite the same. Yeah. Uh, what I wasn't expecting, and, and to be fair, we, we don't want to like, it's tough because we don't want to, you know, really all we were doing was just posting a news story. Uh, and then we started getting some, some responses. Some chirping. Yeah, we started getting some responses about, well, if she gets fired, then Pedro Pascal should get fired. I didn't know there was a whole thing with Pedro Pascal. All this to say, we are not ones to say who and what and who should get fired for their jobs for posting things on social media. That's not the point. All we're, all we're doing is just posting a news story. Um, but we will say, and I think we can all stand by this, just don't compare things to the Holocaust. Like, no matter what it is. And I'm not saying that she should have been fired or he should be fired. We're not saying that at all. Just don't do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Can we all agree to this? I agree. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't compare. I, have, I yeah. have never gone through anything as horrific as a Holocaust. Yes. I think that is something we should all say, admit to the world. I... Literally the worst, <laughs> the worst event in human, like modern human history nothing compares to it so just maybe don't. don't you got you got let go of a hollywood tv show just relax a little bit later right Jeez. the only time you should compare something to it is if there's another holocaust <laughs> yeah genocide needs to be involved yes and, and no one's hoping for that i no. i would hope so what a wild move just let's, yeah. let's just not compare anything to it yeah man just don't do it and look like i said whether someone is fired or not fired, like don't, doesn't matter. Like I, we don't make those calls. I wouldn't have cared if she kept her job. I don't like it. It doesn't matter to me. All I'm saying is just, just think about what you're saying. Just think about it, you know? And that goes for everyone who, anyone doesn't matter. I just don't don't do it. I don't care what side of anything you're on. Yeah. Also, maybe just don't use social media. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, think about it. Like, that's why people are getting in trouble for the most part these days is because they just (sighs) use it with reckless abandon. It's just like, just don't use it. Like, have it. If you're famous, there's almost no upside. Unless you're a handful of celebrities that use it really, like, for wit and humor. There's almost nothing good that can come out of you using it. Almost nothing especially if you're an actress that people don't really know or care of that much. Like just lay off a little bit. Right. Just it's, if you get famous, just nuke your Twitter, just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Be, be gone. Yeah. When mom gets famous, he's told me he's going to just get rid of all his social media and that's a good idea. It's a great right. idea. I'll have a couple burners. I yeah. mean, yeah, that goes without saying, <laughs> but uh there, I mean, legitimately, like I've I've had the thought in my head that I might just cancel all of my personal social media and just run Cineboys twenty four seven because I spend more time on that anyways. That it's going to be funny when you post as the Cineboys, like a picture of you and Catherine someday. That'll be great. Congrats to Kenny and Catherine on being people. Yep. Yep. That'll I, be. I it. look forward to that day. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like you'll be like. Just grilling with the babe, and it'll just be like a picture of you grilling some hot dogs, and it'll yeah. be on the Cineboys feed. Yeah, be sure to nice. listen to the Cineboys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So uh, we are anti-Holocaust. We're anti-comparing things to the Holocaust, and we're anti-social media. Even though we have social media accounts, and it's how we 
attract followers and listeners. So, Dammy Zuckerberg, you got us by the balls. Well, enough of this BS. Let's, you know what? Let's let's do something fun. That wasn't fun. Let's do something fun. Let's get into some of that Tommy trivia, bro. Mm, all right. Yeah, so uh, today is Valentine's Day, so I thought it would be fun. And he just to- remembered. <laughs> <laughs> to do a little trivia on uh, Silence of the Lambs because today is the 30th anniversary of its release. Can we clip that off and get a gif of Kenny's reaction? <laughs> that was priceless. Happy oh, February no. 14th. <laughs> Um, so, but this week I thought we, it'd be nice just to do something a little different. Usually I'm quizzing you guys, but I thought, you know, I'd just do some research and just throw out a few, um, fun, um, facts of the movie, Silence of the Lambs. Um, I was having a good time with this, uh, yesterday I was just going through some, some stuff, found some interesting, um, pieces of info. And so I just want to share that with you guys now. Um, so Silence of the Lambs, uh, when it came to be Oscar season, this was the third film ever, to win all of the big five Oscars. So it won Best Picture, Actor, Actress, Director, and Screenplay. Um, and then only to be like matched by, at the time, I don't know if it's happened since, but at the time uh, it had only been matched by, uh, it happened one night and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Huh. Um, so yeah. Didn't Lord of the, was pretty... one of the Lord of the Rings win all five? Maybe. I don't. Well, Lord, I don't of... Lord of the Rings ever won any acting. Don't they hold no, the they record didn't. for most? It's tied. It's, it's like tied for the record. Yeah. So okay. Return of the King tied for uh, amount of Oscars won with Titanic. Mm. And Titanic right. also didn't have any acting Oscars either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think one thing I came across was I think like as of 2018, at least it's just those three still that have only ever won. All hasn't happened since ones. 2018 i don't think so yeah so i think probably of all time yeah, unless point. grinding nemo swept all five i, I don't think remember. so no it didn't okay well cool i don't think there's any oscar like acting oscars for that one i don't think so yeah um next piece of info i thought was interesting michelle pfeiffer was actually originally considered to play the part of clarice starling um, but she ended up declining due to the violent subject matter uh, and the same for Gene Hackman. He had actually uh, initially split the cost, I think, with Orion Pictures uh, to purchase the movie rights from the book. Uh, I was going to start and direct, but then he dropped out after realizing he'd be following, uh, following it up, following up like his movie career with like another really dark character. Because I think right before that, he had done uh, Mississippi Burning, and his character in that movie was like just this horrendously unlikable FBI agent character. So he didn't want to like do two in a row of just these awful characters that then he'd be branded as that, I guess the rest of his career is what he was afraid of. Hmm. So fun little fact. Neat. Yeah. I can see how being in that movie would be unsettling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I got, I got some silence to the lambs trivia for you. Lay it on us. Do you guys know who played Hannibal Lecter before Anthony Hopkins did? Brian Cox. You got it! Nice. Congratulations. I've seen that movie. It was not that great. Manhunter, which then became Red Dragon. Which is a better movie. Yes, I agree. 
Um, Anthony Hopkins uh, based Lecter's voice on Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey, Catherine Hepburn, and Truman Capote. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I read that, I was just like, I can hear elements of like all three of those individuals in that voice. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and then when this first came out, uh, Gene Siskel of Siskel and Ebert fame, he ripped this movie to pieces when it came out because he thought it was trash uh, and, and thought it was kind of like much ado about nothing. Uh, but that's why he was kind of an idiot. Such a Our, dummy. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> I think he yeah. Smackdown. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. I hope he's okay. Um, and then, yeah, that was kind of all I want to share. Some some fun tidbits for you this week. Uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. One of my favorites. Well, thank you, man. Like, my brain feels big right now. So Good. I hope that was interesting for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Well, do we got any movie anniversaries? We do, as always. Happy five-year anniversary to Zoolander 2. Whoa. I didn't see it, to be honest. I started watching it and stopped. Yeah, sounds yeah, about right. One good. I, didn't, I didn't even try. Yeah, me neither. Uh, happy 10-year anniversary to Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. What a great movie. I enjoyed that one a lot. That's I a can't believe one. that's that old. I know. So our our first two movies um, have Justin Bieber in them. That's true. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I forgot. That's wild. What nice. are the chances? Um, happy 25-year anniversary to Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Don't think Justin Bieber was in that one. I don't. Was he that. born yet? I don't. Mm, it was close. 96? Yeah. I don't know how old Justin Bieber is. Probably about 25. Really? I don't know. How old do you think he is? I bet he was born in 94. Oh, man. I I was thinking about 25. I guess, like, I just don't have any gauge on, like, how old people are. He's 26 years old. Tom nailed it. He was 94. He's 26. Well, if Happy Gilmore came out in... Okay, never mind. Never mind. My math's bad. We're not a a math math. podcast. Once again, we have to say it again. I don't know where my, my thoughts were there. I apologize. Well, Tom, thanks again, dude. You, you killed it. You always did. welcome as always. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this week. We had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Santa Voice Podcast. Um, be sure to like, re- review, rate, all those things. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, be sure to like and follow Cork Bats on YouTube. Also, corkbats.com. It's a website. Check it out. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to say? Lost no. words. All right. Go, Chiefs. I'm sorry, Austin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Austin. Sorry. sorry. I really, sorry I about really the Titans. That was just uncalled for. Totally my bad. Sorry. Sorry.